And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green and I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. And collectively, we are your car insiders. And before we start today, I'd like to send out a special thanks. You know, we talk about people that we do business with. And the reason that we do business with these people is just for the simple fact that we don't need the brain damage. And when we go someplace where we don't know somebody, sometimes they understand what it is that we do and they make it simple. Or sometimes they want to try us on. And that usually doesn't go very well for anybody. But this young man, his name's Bobby Rabati at BN Auto Sales at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix. His phone number is 602 722 It's 9151. And they got a great selection of commercial vehicles. So there are a lot of guys that have small businesses that they have employees and they don't want to put these employees in $40,000 pickup trucks, $25,000 pickup trucks, whatever it is. He's got some stuff and he doesn't sell junk. He's got a great selection of pre-owned commercial vehicles, no hassle, no BS buying experience. And his phone number is 602-722-9151. And I want to thank Bobby for the help he's given me with the clients that I've needed to help buy used commercial vehicles. Good morning, buddy. And we're going to talk about one of Dana's favorite subjects that I always go, shh, when he talks about it. Well, I don't know about that. Um, But... Certainly, the biggest news, I think, in the auto industry over the last several months, besides the the recent um, stepping down of the CEO of Ford, um, I believe Mr. Hackett is going to be gone effective October 1st. And then Mr. Goshen disappeared, didn't he? Well, he ran away? <laughs> well, I, I think that there could be some authorities still looking for Carlos, um, the gentleman who ran Nissan for for many years, um, apparently has got some things that he still needs to work out with. Um, I suspect Japan and obviously Italy. and 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 Italy and perhaps the the corporate people as well. But one of the things that I think is probably the biggest is is what's happened with with Tesla and the the person that is of course the founder of Tesla, and that's the person that's kind of controversial. I would suggest um, in the last several months, the company's value has, has skyrocketed to, to an amount that the last time I saw it was around $282 billion was the market cap. And if I recall, it was, it was trading at about $1,500 a share. And, you know, understanding the auto industry the way I thought I did um, – it, it's just kind of staggering that that the company who over the course of the last 10 years that they've really been growing and, and building the business has only had, I think, three or four profitable quarters in, in that entire duration of time. Well, well to keep it kind of simple, 
because I like to keep things simple. And Dana is very analytical and he speaks from facts. So I'm going to read some facts that I found on the Internet. One of them is Forbes's is on Forbes. So what I Googled was Elon Musk's net worth from March to July 2020. Take a guess at how much his net worth increased. I, I would guess about $45 billion. $20 billion. He's now worth $69 billion. Now, this is the part that makes me crazy. Even Tesla can't afford to pay rent. Are you kidding me? You know, we spoke about that, Gary. Can you imagine that this gentleman who personally is now worth due to, you know, the change in the valuation of the stock just in the matter of a few months increased his net worth? And I guess I guessed wrong, but $20 billion seems like an awful lot of money to, to, to gain personally during that time frame and to then be in a position where you're not going to pay the the rent on your on your buildings that you've you know had in your contracts in place for for you know years and it's just hard to imagine but it's one of those things where just recently um there was an article where mr well the product itself had a a catastrophic suspension failure on a one-week-old model x and it was an article out of jalopnik where um, the catastrophic suspension failure and resulting twitter feed is as bad as you as you'd think and that's kind of where i think mr musk is a little bit at odds with a lot of people but essentially what it says here is that there's no question that tesla absolutely revolutionized the electric cars and that they have some really elegant engineering and careful design for their cars. There's no question that they have some real quality problems, quality control problems, and their CEO kind of, you know, sucks. I, you know, I guess the CEO part isn't really germane here other than unlike every other car company, when something goes wrong, unsatisfied customers tweet to Elon directly like this one did because his brand new car just suffered a huge suspension failure. Here's the tweet that shows something that I'm sure the J.D. Powers people would feel is an issue. Anyway, um, without going into the details of that particular incident. Here's what it is that Dana and I always talk about. We don't dislike the product. We dislike the gentleman. Now, we're all in this together, this whole pandemic thing. Billionaires have racked up billions of additional net worth based on the circumstances that are going on. I have had at least five people say to me throughout, and we're, and we're going to stop because I don't want to turn this into a, a, a po- political thing, but I've had at least five people in the past four months tell me that they were excited about collecting unemployment because their unemployment benefits were greater than their pay. Somebody that told me, I'm not going to go back to work till this runs out because I make more money from this than I do from that. I wake up every single day trying to figure out 
who it is I'm going to help, not sell a car to, help buy a car to. Now, if I wanted, could I go and get a job in a car dealership and work in these stores that I talked to a friend of mine the other day, his dealership that he's a sales manager in the best month ever financially. And Dana understands this better than anybody. A small little Dodge dealership in not the best part of Phoenix netted $1.2 million. It's it's just staggering that that during this time, um, and again, I can assure you that it's not on the clients that Gary and I assist, but with the shortages in inventory in some cases with the the current market as i've said time and again over these last few months our service for our clients is more important arguably today than it has ever been the the value that you're getting for your trade-in what you're able to actually buy the car for the interest rate that you're going to pay all those things that we protect and guide are things that Truly today, they're being as tough as they've ever, ever been. You know, I had a a call from a gentleman. We were talking last night, actually. And he told me he was now ready to do this. He wasn't going to pay cash. He was looking to finance in the car. And he mentioned that his last car loan was through Alaska Federal Credit Union. And it was less than 2%. So it was probably around 2011 or 12. Okay. So I explained to him that if you go to Alaska Fed's Credit Union website, their rates start at 3.6% today, and that's for up to 48 months. If you go up to 72 months, they went up a quarter of a point. If you went to 84 months, they went up three quarters of a point. Rates are not the same. There are circumstances, though, where today could get the rate that Gary said at the very beginning. The key is based on your credit, your background, and having someone be able to guide you to where that is. I can assure you the dealership is in no danger of trying to help you get the lowest rate that you can qualify for. They're there to try to... And, and hopefully people understand this. When, when dealerships arrange financing, they get to participate in the difference between what the bank charges them for the interest rate and what they charge you as the and consumer with, for the interest rate. Without going through the whole thing of that, there's what they call yield spread premium, and then there's what they call flat. Some lenders, and there's, I can't think of who it is. There's one bank that pays a 5% flat. I, I don't know who they are, but think about how big a number that is depending on the but amount. But it doesn't finance. affect the consumer, as where yield spread premium affects the consumer. So a good friend of mine calls me up on Sunday, and he's at a dealership that Dana and I know, and we don't go there, and we especially don't go there now because the general manager that's been there for over 30 years retired. And the one guy that we knew that we really liked there quit 30 seconds after the general manager retired. So I explained to my friend that I don't know anybody there, and when you get there is when the fun's going to start. Well, they gave me the price before I left. I said, Mike, they gave you a number before you left, but how was that number delivered to you? Well, they told me. Well, how did they tell you is what I'm thinking. Did they say, if I could sell you the truck for this, would you buy it? Or did they say to you, I will sell you the vehicle for this right now? And they're also a dealership that's notorious for dealer ads on used cars. So he goes back 
And he told me, well, if they don't do what I say I'm going to that I want them to do, I'm just going to walk out. I said, Mike, you walk in there with that attitude. This is what I'm going to tell you. They're going to hold the door for you to walk out. And not only was I right, he got into an argument where he called the so-called owner of the dealership, who's not the owner of the dealership. He's probably the managing partner, GM. And based on the fact he's only been there a month, how much of a partner do you think he is? Can't Don't be, know. Can't, can't be too deep of a partner if that's the case. They got into a giant argument, and he walked out calling the guy a crook. It, everything I told him was going to happen happened. My name's Gary Green. I'm here with my friend Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. You can always reach Dana, 602-679-8324. You can always reach me at 602 602- 525-1370. Once again, Dana's number is 602-679-8324. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Bonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Mo- Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern, here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green, and collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. And we've been doing this now. We've been on the air for 
we're going on nine and a half years, our 10th year, I guess, officially. And during that time, it's solely our, our purpose to, to help teach people and make people aware of the challenges that they potentially face when they're out in the market to potentially buy a car. And our purpose, which is, of course, to help people um, navigate through those challenges and, and get the best possible terms that, that they could hope to get on what it is that they would like to buy. And with that, um, one of the things that is important right now is, of course, if you're trading a car, what are you getting for your trade-in? And for most people, I, I think they they really might look at a book. What do you think, Gary? Do they, do they go online and look up Blue Book to try to figure out what their car might be worth? You know, and that's what everybody looks at. But here's what the biggest thing is. Use cars. It's no easier way than to explain it than the stock market. And earlier in the show, we talked about Tesla stock being almost 1500 Well, two weeks ago, it was over 1700 almost 1800 So used car values are changing all the time. But one thing that has never changed is a dealership wants to try to steal your trade each and every time. How many people have told you in a car dealership in the last month, let me know if you can get me any used cars, I really need them. It's it's something right now where several times to answer your question. The Right now, because of the factories being closed, because of some inventory holes that exist throughout different brands, the, the used car market is incredibly hot right now. And when you're going to trade in a vehicle, obviously each car stands on its own. When people look at the blue book as a guide, which many people do, um, it is based on clean vehicles, fully reconditioned, ready for resale with the mileage that's allowed for the year or, of course, is penalized or, you know, if it's greater than. But each car stands on its own. Has it been in an accident? Has it been smoked in? Has it been maintained properly? Is the vehicle something that has been... Is desirable. Exactly. You know, and it's funny when when we talk about these things, because the same things, thoughts go through each other's heads all the time. You need to have an idea. And when somebody tells me they booked out a car, well, they went to KBB's retail, the consumer website, And they put in what their car was. Now, I hate to say it. I'm going to say it. 75% of people overestimate the condition of their car. Gary, I think, to be fair, that you're probably not high enough at at 75%. Okay. So what I want to know is why is there a number from Kelly Blue Book from a website that doesn't match kbb.com, which is what the dealership looks at. Now, most dealerships today have what they call a tool. That tool is used to appraise vehicles. Tell them what it has in it, Gary. So, So in the old days, when I met Dana, we used to drive, we used to go outside with the customer and walk around the car with the customer, filling out a card that was probably four by seven inches yeah the silent appraisal yeah 
And we would say, did you notice this scratch? Did you notice this? Did you smell this odor? You would check the tires. You would do this. You would do that. nickel in the tires. You would do all this stuff, Playhouse 90. And then you would go in and you would sit down with the customer. And when the customer committed to buying the car, you took their commitment over to the dealer, over to the desk, and you sat down in front of either Dana Doug Fallon, John O'Malley, Mike Bradley, maybe even Tom Bias, and they would initial that card, and you would get in the car, and you would drive over to the used car building. You'd walk up the steps on the side of the east side of the building, open the door, and make an immediate left turn to a little office where a nice man by the name of Dave Kaplan sat there. Now, Dave Kaplan could be the crotchetiest old goop geezer or the happiest nice guy now what i always found was if you worked there for a while he became very friendly that's very true you also wanted to adjust the seat and get him a cold beverage before you had him appraise i was gonna say that absolutely true so the the fun and he was a very 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 well-dressed gentleman now this is back in the day when a salesman wore a white shirt and tie no matter what the weather was in phoenix he wore really nice suits but dave would get in the car he would drive out of the dealership make a right turn head west to 12th street make a right turn drive down to either missouri or Bethany home, make another right, head east to 16th Street, make a right, head south, go back to Camelback, make a right on Camelback. This was before the 51 was open. So that was how a used car got appraised. Now, they would then write a number on that card, and the card would get put in a yellow envelope, and you didn't see, as the salesman, what the trade was worth. Now, not that's which is very true because when you're the salesperson, let's just say, for example, you knew that they owed ten thousand on their trade-in, but he just appraised the car for seventy-five hundred dollars. They didn't want the salesperson to have the the reaction or the disappointment or the or the you know the 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 look on their face of of what had just happened so by not showing the appraised value that kept the salesperson in a positive mood they never wanted to do anything to crap you out certainly not and and now well think about what you just said the process of of getting a car appraised at the dealership by a gentleman who was incredibly thorough who who had a set route and routine and did things in a very methodical way Whereas today, if you were to go into an AutoNation dealership to have your vehicle appraised, it would be appraised by four people that are in a room in another state that and, have absolutely no interest in your car other than it's a car. And, and here's the thing. We're going to go ahead and we're going to go 32 years into the future from what I just described is 1988. Now I'm going to take you to 2020. But we, before we do that, I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples, Chad Sasson, Adam Breen, Alex Medina. They're the general manager of, of some of the Earnhardt stores that we do business with. Great guys. And, and they're great guys. And it was funny. I helped a radio show listener not that long ago, wanted to buy a vehicle, and I told him we were going to go to a dealership. And he said, well, why don't we go to this dealership? And I said, well, it's because I don't know anybody. And he said, well, they sponsor your radio show. 
I said, no, they don't. Okay. Those four Earnhardt stores are who sponsors our radio show. We try to do business with whoever it is that will make the experience not only the best for you, but offer you without a doubt the best price. Now, that's what our goal is, to help you buy a car. And it's Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, Chesasan at Rodeo Kia, also in Avondale, and in Goodyear, you have Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. They truly understand what it is that Dana and I do to try to help our clients, and that's why we're your car insiders. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, you can always reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Now, before the break, we were talking about trade-ins. Before the break, Dana mentioned... Four people in an office looking at a car. 
I remember in the early 2000s when I worked in an AutoNation store, they bought us a camera with a little docking station. And what we did at that point was we went outside and we took a picture of the front of the car, the side of the car, the back of the car, and the odometer. And we then went inside and we put the camera in the docking station and downloaded the pictures. We appraised the car. Now we're going to go from 2004 to 2020. Same process in an AutoNation store. However, the gentleman that takes the pictures and docks it and puts everything in the system hits a button that says send. And the next thing you know, you're now waiting 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes for an appraisal number to come back from somebody that's probably in Florida. They're definitely not in Arizona, to my knowledge. And they put a number on the car. Now, they have a term where they call it core product, which means that a Chevy store will keep Chevys. A, a Chevy. Now, if they have a Dodge truck, they might say, here's the number, but the truck goes to AutoNation Dodge on Bell Road. So the days of bumping trades to make car deals in a lot of these groups are gone. Well, you couldn't do it at an AutoNation dealership for the most part, and with a rare exception, Gary and I happen to be friends with some of the general managers of some of the AutoNation stores. Under that premise, there could be a, an exception, but the, the reality is that based on their one-price philosophy, um, both when they retail a vehicle and when they're trading for a vehicle, they're, again, not even... And, just so you know, I, I don't like that at all. Just so we can talk about it. it. So it, let, let's just talk about it for a second because the there's absolutely no benefit to the consumer, in my opinion, of having your car appraised that way. When you have taken care of your car and you've babied your car, and, and of course, you know, there are people that don't do that, but when you're the person that, that does take really good care of your car, that does service it properly, that isn't a smoker, and it hasn't been in an accident, you have a car that's incredibly desirable, and especially if it has, you know, good mileage on it. And that's a vehicle that you don't just pick a, a set number and say, okay, that's what I'll pay. At least not in my opinion. Every car stands on its own. That, that vehicle needs to be sold to the dealer as as what it is, something that is exceptional, that hasn't been smoked in, that hasn't been an accident, that has been serviced properly, and they need to pay more for it because you're justifying or I'm justifying on your behalf why it's worth more. You don't just accept what they're willing to offer and think that, well, not that people do that as a general rule, but I guess the point I'm making is in this situation like what we're describing in an AutoNation scenario. And it's not just AutoNation. Oh, no, there's other groups that have their vehicles bid off-site just like them. He's absolutely correct. But I guess the, the reality is in the, in the deals that we work with the different Earnhardt dealerships in particular, I can assure you that we fight for every dollar on every trade-in 100% of the time, and it would be a reason not to go to a dealership if, if they weren't going to be willing to bend on the trade. I know stores that offer great <laughs> prices no matter what. However, I know that if you have a trade, they're not going to step up. 
So I was in a dealership not that long ago with a radio show listener, and Eva called me and said, Gary, I'd rather buy the car at this dealership than the other dealership you helped me at the last time because I want to service my car at this dealership because it's much closer to my house. And I said, Eva, just remember, we're going where you want to go, but the good news is, is I know the new general manager. So we got to the dealership, and Eva discussed what she wanted for a car, and lo and behold, nobody had one. And this was the beginning of July. So in the very beginning of July, there was some cars incoming. And it's not a very, you wouldn't think to find a white Subaru Forester would be that difficult. And she wanted some of the features in the new car, a lot of the eyesight safety stuff, and she wanted the power hatchback and she wanted this and she wanted that and the car was coming and he had a car that was put aside for her had her name on it and another car came in sooner and we went to pick the car up and we'll finish this when we come back from our break but remember you can always reach dana at 602-679-8324 you can reach me at 602-525-1370. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona, at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. Gary, why don't you finish up what you were saying just now? So when when she decided that she was going to get this car, Eva called and said, we were talking, and I told her, listen, you have homework to do. Your homework project is before you take delivery of your car, I would like you to get up in the morning, and I would like you to go over to CarMax and have them appraise your vehicle. Because I didn't like the number that the dealership gave her for her trade-in. And they... We know how to not like the number, by the way. And and Subaru has a program where the manufacturer tells the dealer what the market is on that car. Well, I didn't know what market they were in, but it was not in this planet. But it wasn't horrible. So I went, she went... She calls me Saturday morning and she says, they offered me $16,000 for the car. Is that more or less than the dealer had offered? $1,750 more than what the dealership was thinking. I never told her what the dealership's number was. So I told her, we're going to keep this simple. And I can promise you this, I will not get confused and I will not get caught up. Now remember, this is a car that was 
the only one in the valley in the color that she wanted. She wanted white with gray interior. So I had not discussed pricing. I had not discussed the trade with her. I had not discussed either one with the GM. Now, she had went and fixed her trade-in windshield. She put a new windshield in. She had the gray interior steamed and cleaned, looked much better than it did the first time that I saw the car. So when I got to the dealership, I basically explained to the GM, if you want her car, it's very simple. I need you to adjust her trade so that with the tax savings, it's exactly the $16,000 that she's getting from CarMax if you don't want her trade. Now, with the current market situation right now, if there's a 35,000-mile or 40,000-mile 2017 White Forester, I think a Subaru dealership wants the car. Unless they're not really in the auto industry, they would absolutely, of course, want the vehicle. So I talked to Mark for a few seconds, and he, he takes the calculator out, bumps the trade to what the number needed to be. Now, this is before I had the price on the car. So I'm now prepared for him to say to me something that has the words MSRP in it on the pricing. Now, the other variable was she needed to buy the car by August 1st or August 3rd to make sure that she got in under the 0% for 63 months. So the sales manager's working the deal with me, and I'm talking to the GM, and the sales manager hands me the sale menu. And I see the word discount. And I was astonished, taken back by the discount. There was a comma in it, and the first number wasn't a one. I then proceeded to look a little bit further down, and when it said a dealer added accessories. They don't have a big addendum in the store. And sometimes if they want to charge 200 bucks for window tin, I don't say a word. It's not 799 it's not 9 the key when you buy a vehicle is how you leave. And if in a rare occurrence we allow a little bit for something on the addendum, there's a reason for it. We're making it up elsewhere. So all of a sudden, she, I walk out and I show her the numbers. I said, Eva, I said, listen, this is better than I ever imagined it was going to be. That's the discount he's giving you. And as you can see right now with the tax savings, it's about $200 more than the $16,000 or it might have been whatever it was. Let's just call it it was what the sixteen grand was. Eva had a coupon, a coupon not from the dealer, a coupon from the manufacturer was an owner loyalty coupon for $500. The GM and I spoke a week before about it, and he said, Gary, I'll get her another one. It expired on July 15th. We were there July 20-something. Well, while he was on the computer, no matter what he put in, it was not letting him print a new one. So when I went out and showed her everything, I said, well, now hold on a second. Let me have that $500 coupon back. And I walked back in, and I said, what do you want to do about that? He said, Give her another 500 for the trade. Now, the deal he already gave her, gave her, I thought was an unbelievable deal. So when I went back out there and I explained to her that he's going to honor the $500 expired coupon that you have, I can only think of a handful of guys that would do that. But they're the people that we do business with 
and choose to do business with every time that we can because there are so many dealers in the valley that that simply you know just don't want to play fair and without you know saying we don't mention the names now if you talk to us and you mention a bad dealership we might agree with you or if you say you might want to go someplace there's places and i didn't mean to cut them off but there's places that dana and i won't step foot in well, um, certainly not. There, there are some places here in the valley that there, there absolutely should be a, a, a buyer beware caveat emptor sign out on the main road in bold print for all to see. And unfortunately, um, people aren't aware that that they're still doing business like that. And and it's sad. It, and it's unfortunate. You would you would think in the year twenty twenty that. The transparency in a car deal would would be you know just commonplace. You'd expect it to be just how things are today. How could it possibly still be like the wild wild west in 2020, where they? It's can, worse sometimes. It's worse than it was 20 years ago. Well, they they can again with with a printout. Um, it, it depends on on what's on there, and so many people today are are just naive and they they. They trust that what's coming out on that printout is is actually you know has merit to it, and often, unfortunately, those printouts don't. the The information that's put on there is often, you know, it's just not in the consumer's best interest whatsoever. And unfortunately, people don't realize it. There there are people that get tricked and, and cheated every single day multiple times a day all across this valley and there there are good people too which is sad because it it gives the good people in the auto industry a a bad name but there are people that get lied to you know tricked sold things that they didn't even understand were being sold to them get just absolutely um lied to and put into a situation where it should just never, ever, ever happen, but yet it does. And that's why Gary and I, you know, decided close to 10 years ago to provide a service that's unique. Nobody else competes with what we do. No, we go with you, you know, but the most important thing to remember, it's not just the car business. The car business just happens to be the most scrutinized business. To give you an example, the other day I got up in the morning and I was working on the pool and I heard a noise coming from the filter and I knew what it was so I, it's the stupid little air release valve on the top of the filter so I unscrew it take off the gauge and I go to the pool store to get a new one well the pool store was closed girl was running late so I decided to go across the street to Leslie's a real pool store and it didn't make sense to me that the part I was trying to buy was $49 well, the way that they sell it, they only sell it with the part, and they sell it with the gauge as well. So I decided, you know, $49 just doesn't sound right. It's not what I thought I paid the last time. So I got back in the car. I drove a little further south, and I went to the same pool store that was at 67th Avenue in Happy Valley. This one happened to be on Bell Road, and I mentioned something to the gentleman that the girl wasn't there yet, and he says, that's my daughter. So we were laughing. You know, he thought it, thought it was kind of funny. But the next thing you know, he rings it up. Same package, same everything, $23 cheaper. So 
why is the part $49 in Leslie's and why is it $26 in Pool Parts Plus? The most important thing in anything that you do these days is very simply this, customer service. I am not a really big fan of buying things on the internet. I'm not a really big fan of buying a car sight unseen. However, I did buy a pool, I'm sorry, a pond pump. And the reason I had to buy the pond pump online was the only place I could find it was a place called Supply House in New Jersey. So I bought the pump a little over two years ago. And the other day I was out cleaning the fountain and you you know that we had our trees trimmed. And one of the reasons I got the trees trimmed was because the fountain was filling up with leaves and clogging the pump. So I cleaned out the pump a couple of days ago and I went to put it back in and I plugged it in and I cleaned everything out and nothing, just a humming sound. So I go take it out. I plug it in on the bench. Nothing. I could hear nothing. All you hear is a humming sound. So I go out to garage and there's the box and right there on the box what does it say three year warranty so I go inside and I go into the supply warehouse email that I have and I look up my account and I happen to remember what my password was and there's the bill July 2018 that's two years call the woman on the phone as nice as could be she was on the phone She was so sorry about me having an issue and blah, 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 blah. And I told her what happened and she said, and I told her, I gave her the order number because I had the receipt in my computer. And she said, okay, Mr. Green, I'm going to schedule, I'm going to send this over to our technical support and our warranty division and you'll hear from them tomorrow that they're going to be mailing you a new one. I said, well, how do we know that? She says, you've been very nice on the phone. I can promise you they're going to be mailing you a new one. So next day, I get up in the morning. It's New Jersey. It's 6 o'clock here. It's 9 o'clock there. I already have an email. We're sending you a new, here's your packing label for your return. If you're, the reason I'm talking about this is if I need something that's along the lines of that company, If I can't buy it in a store, that's where I'm going to buy it. But I'm going to tell you something. If you go to a car dealership and you are not having a wonderful experience while you're buying the car, it's a horrible experience and you buy the car anyway, do you think it's going to be any better if you need to service that car in the car dealership. Or if you have a problem in the future. Right. So what I warn people about is this. More important than the buying experience is the service experience. You know, I have a Dodge. My wife has a Ram. Bought them both in the same dealership. Don't necessarily go there that often anymore. Uh, but they have a service guy that I hold Second to no one. And he does whatever he can to help me. I refer every one of my friends that has a a Dodge product to him. And he always goes out of his way to try 
to help us all the time. It is more important, in my opinion, to have a service relationship than a sales relationship when you're buying a car. But if you're being treated poorly, find someplace else unless it's the only car in the world. Well, that's good wisdom, I can assure you. If they treat you poorly and you have a bad experience while you're buying the car and you find yourself reluctantly going into the room to sign the paperwork, chances are you should not be heading in that room at all. You should be just making a U-turn. Heading for the door. And heading home and heading for your phone where you could call Gary at 602-525-1370. Or you can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. Have a great week. Very special thanks to Bill Brixie, Riverview Nissan. Bill absolutely is one of the true gems that knows how to treat people correctly. Once again, Bill Brixie at Riverview Nissan. We're your car insiders, and we'll be back next Saturday.